Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Finally preparing to take my entitled mother-in-law to court. My partner, who is a 30-year-old man, and I, a 25-year-old woman, started our relationship five years ago. When we met, I found out he shared a mortgage with his mum because when her ex left, she couldn't hold the mortgage. My boyfriend had a good job and decided to step up. We hadn't met yet and he was single and living there, so he didn't think much of it. And that was his mum. And he's a wonderful son and person. I moved in with him after seven months. I know that's pretty soon, but there were some unforeseen events that led me to just stay. And that's when I started to realize there was something really off about my mother-in-law. To give a visual of the house, it's a two-story house with three bedrooms, two bathrooms upstairs, and one bedroom and one bathroom downstairs. When I moved in, we lived in his bedroom upstairs. All of the downstairs was absolutely filled to the ceiling with junk and boxes, almost like an episode of Hoarders completely unlivable there's also a laundry room down there and that's where we all did our laundry we were able to finally convince my mother-in-law to get her trash out of the way so we could move downstairs and have a bit more privacy there's a door leading into the living room of the downstairs and she would use that to get to the laundry we spent most of our time in our living area and got tired of her constantly coming through it so i tried to talk and make a compromise there were two other ways to get to the laundry room One way is down the outside stairs to the laundry room door and the other is through the garage and through the hall I went and bought some curtains to set up on either side of the doors So she had her own special hallway, but she kept coming through after agreeing to use the other ways One day we replaced the doorknob with a knob with a lock that locked from the inside We'd locked up and left the house for a few hours when we got back We found she'd taken a butter knife and forced open the lock something that could have easily been avoided when we confronted her she got on the floor and cried and my boyfriend went over to comfort her that is when i realized that she manipulates him i only asked why she did that and she broke down with crocodile tears eventually i convinced my boyfriend to get away and we moved into an apartment in town it was bliss i think from there he started to gain a lot more confidence and stopped talking to his mum as much This was about four years ago. After we moved out, my mother-in-law decided to spend a bunch of money and renovate the downstairs and make the house into a duplex type situation with her living in the bottom. It's separate now and she's invading nobody's space. She charges a tenant over 2,000 Canadian dollars to live upstairs, which pays her almost paid off mortgage and all of her bills. My boyfriend is still on the title and mortgage of the house. When he was there, he was paying for everything, including her phone bill. Another thing to add, my mother-in-law does not work. So fast forward to now. I'm two months pregnant with my boyfriend's baby. We're starting a family and my boyfriend has asked to move into the upstairs so that we can have a bigger home to raise our baby in. My mother-in-law said no. We asked her to take his name off. Nope. She refuses to let him live in his house. 
She won't buy him out. She won't take his name off because that would mean she can't keep the house. She cannot keep the house without my boyfriend. Her reasoning is that she wants to save for her retirement and she needs the $4,000 a month she makes from the tenants, alimony, she wasn't even married to the guy, disability from the government and other under the table work while we're currently grasping at straws. My boyfriend has finally realized that his mother doesn't give a dang about him or his child and now we're going to take her to court. The house is worth almost $700,000. We're going to force a sale for half. Basically, she's proved time and time again that she's a selfish, greedy woman who takes advantage of her son. Her other son doesn't talk to her or see her even on holidays. We understand why now. I'm honestly just still in shock at the fact that after everything he's done for her, she won't do the same. Also, she has a lot of money. Okay, wow, how ungrateful can you be? First of all, what are you doing? You're not giving your child and their partner any privacy at all in their own home. That is bad enough. Add on the fact that you're getting all the money from the house, which you co-own with your son, who has done so much to help you in his life, and you're just saying, you know what, I'm not even gonna replicate any of that for you. Nah, you're done, I'm keeping everything. Wow. This is a definition of an entitled mum. Entitled mum demands her 11-year-old daughter to get a pregnancy and drug test. Forewarning, this may be a little NSFW or graphic for some. Please don't bite my head off as I'm also being vague due to health insurance rules. I am a practicing nurse in both an active clinic as well as ER nurse overnights. My life is hard enough. On with the show. All right, it's a regular Thursday night at the ER. After my first job and the issues I had at the clinic, I'm already done with BS. And I do like to look at myself as a good Southern woman, accents and all. So I'm plugging myself in for another 10 hour show. We have the usual revolving door of patients coming in for a busted eardrum, medication referral, and a few ambulances coming in with patients from a nearby old folks home. Most nice is for a UTI. Fun facts, most elderly will get aggressive or become disoriented when they have one. Typically, we keep them overnight for observation or let them hang out in the ER for a three hour nap. They're just so cute. Most of the time, we can have you in and out within an hour and a half on a good night. I don't know what was in the air on this particular night, but things were smooth. We all know that us ER staff are always superstitious, just waiting for that one crackhead to roll on up for the good feeling drugs. It was just after midnight when a mother and her young daughter walk on up to the register area. There are like 20 cameras at the nurse's station, so we can see everything, maybe a little too much at times. This mama comes in and wants us to take a look at her daughter. The registrar, who is just barely out of high school, inputs her into our medical system and has the patient fill out the basic demographic info needed for a patient to be seen. We see our lovely registrar on the monitor, get up and come to the back to ask a question. The registrar, named Nicole, says, Hey, do we have a victim's advocate on staff tonight? I reply, No. Why? Well, this mum out here is claiming her daughter has been SA and would like to be evaluated. Well, we can do the evaluation, but there is no advocate unless I call the authorities. Nicole says a quick thanks and returns to the front. She registers the little girl, who's approximately 11 years old, into the system to be seen. My MA goes to the triage room, calls them in, and starts to do the preliminary evaluation, then gets them settled in bed four. A quick note here. RER is set up like a staple like this. Okay, for those of you listening, it's pretty much OP says they can see the patients at any time and can get to them in seconds if they need help. Once settled in, my MA comes up to me and gives me that one look. You know the look. That mama is crazy. And that she was. 
it's not so much that she is crazy it's that this mama makes heck for anyone i get up and go into the room i greet the mother and her kids and i ask them what they're here for my daughter has been sa'd i want her to get all the testing at this point the young girl speaks up mom the girl pleads we weren't doing anything can we just go home hush up she hisses at her daughter will this take very long i need to get some rest before work tomorrow well mom i can do any testing or treatment needed the testing times may vary however i will have to speak privately to your daughter and obtain her permission to run some of those tests as they are very invasive what she looked offended what do you mean i'm her mother she will give you permission she'll get the testing done i look at the young girl and begin the basic treatment explanation so for potential sa we'd need to run a pregnancy test a urinalysis a drug test a swab of her private areas to rule out any stds or swimmers then we'd give a drug to ward off pregnancy and std transmission after all is said and done if requested for we would then contact the police and have them come in and assist in filing a report i look at the mum who is now absorbed in her cell phone would you want to or be able to pee for me i asked the kid as i reach for one of our urine collection cups and attempt to hand it to her the girl's embarrassed and probably wanting to hide under a rock why let's just get it over with Sweetie, is this not something you want to do? Would you like to talk about it? Yes, she will do it. Now get on with it. The mum spits out at me and her daughter. All right, hang on. Why don't you tell me what happened? I asked the daughter. I caught my daughter at her friend's party, the mum says. She waves her pointer finger at me. There were boys. There were drinks and drugs. You're turning into a really little hussy. Well, I won't let that boy touch my daughter and get away with it. What? Tyler did no such thing, said the girl. And it was coke, not alcohol. Mum, can we please just go home? The girl is pleading and near tears at this point. You will get the dang test done. This mama is yelling at her baby. Then they just keep on talking over one another. Mum, can we please just go home? You can't get pregnant or drugs from just talking. Please, the girl pleads. I'm just standing there. My MA next to me by the closed curtain is stunned into a frozen state. You will get that goddamn test done now, she yells. Thank goodness we don't have any other patients nearby. We didn't do anything. Why do I have to get the test? The girl's pleading and at this point does begin to cry. You will get the dang test done. Even if it means I hold you down while they do it, she yells. And the girl is crying. Now, mom, I interject. I cannot and will not force your daughter to do anything against her will. What are you saying? You won't have to. I will make her. What? Are you not going to treat my daughter? That is not what I said, mom. I said your daughter has a right to choose whether she wants to participate in treatment or not. I will not force this child, no matter how old she is, to do any test that she doesn't want to. I understand this may be upsetting for you. We all were young and stupid once, but she cuts me off. I said, test my daughter now. No lie, this mama begins to turn beet red in the face, huffing and puffing. I'm sorry, mom, but at this point, I'm going to have to ask you to leave or call security and have you removed. I would not be able to assist or help you this evening. With that in turn, I walk out, close the curtain behind and walk back to the nurse's station. I place a quick call to our security team. The mum comes out from around the curtain, standing in the hallway, screaming at some poor soul on her phone. 
blabbing about how she's going to sue the whole hospital and that we are refusing to care for her poor baby that was just SA'd by some hoodlum. The security guard comes into the station. I point in the direction, they head over and escort her out. I haven't seen or heard from them since. As a precaution, I did call CPS and have a welfare check done on the young girl. I hope that girl is okay. All right, as long as that girl gets some sort of help or gets seen to by the CPS, I'm happy. It's clear that she's pretty adamant that nothing happened. Definitely no SA. That's crazy to even suggest that. But this mum is just so over the top and controlling. Yeah, I think this girl needs help. What? Like, I don't know exactly what the girl went to, but it sounds as if it was just a normal party. I don't really know how the mum could have even known what had gone on. There's no way that what the mum is saying to UOP is what the girl had said to the mum because she doesn't even want to be there in the first place she's saying this is ridiculous so maybe the mum's just made all this up and is going to the er for clearly no reason i don't know it's very weird this woman is clearly mental and the kid's gonna grow up probably hating her when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue nile.com you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Entitled parent and her kids get what they deserved at the public pool. I worked as a lifeguard for many years back in high school and in my first summer after college. Usually, I loved it, but we'd get the occasional entitled parents with their bratty kids at our pool. My favorite story happened this past summer. That day was supposed to be a great day. It was stormy out. I was working a double with my favorite manager and other co-worker. Our supervisor brought us Sonic during one of the thunder breaks. Not just drinks. I'm talking cheese fries, tots, burgers, the whole shebang. And it was overall a great day at work until during one of the thunder breaks we were all sitting in the guard office finishing up our food a little kid probably about four or five came up to us and demanded that we share some of our tater tots with him it's a rule that lifeguards can't give patrons any of our personal food for safety reasons allergies etc so we offered him some snacks from our snack bin that we use when a kid gets tired or dehydrated but he threw a fit because apparently goldfish were beneath him and he screamed about how unfair it was. We told him to leave the guard area and said the snack offer was still on the table if he wanted it. The kid immediately ran out of our office to his mum. He's crying, snot bubbling, and screaming about how we get snacks and he doesn't. Cue the entitled mum storming up to our office and threatening to report us to our supervisor for eating on the job, what? And for rubbing it in the patrons' faces that we have food and they don't. She then started berating us about how we weren't allowing anybody in the pool due to it being stormy. She claimed we were lying about there being thunder, etc. At this point, we were all annoyed. We explained that we can't give personal food to pool patrons as it's against the rules and that everyone is out of the water due to it being unsafe. We even pulled up a radar showing her that there were lightning strikes within five miles of the pool. Of course, she wasn't having it and just stormed off. Wow, what a pun. At this point, most of the pool patrons were leaving because the storm was only getting worse. So we figured she'd give us a dirty look and then leave. Oh boy, I was wrong. Instead of being a reasonable and rational person, she proceeds to tell her kid to go swim. And that if any of us try to get him out, that he should start screaming as loud as he can. 
Of course, we couldn't let the kid swim, so we had my manager call the supervisor, and the other co-worker and I went to go convince the kid to get out of the pool. It was raining, there was thunder, but this kid was just splashing away. We told him he needed to get out because it wasn't safe, but the second I stepped into the water, the kid let out the most ear-piercing scream that I'd ever heard. Then the entitled mum ran over and started screaming. She's hitting my son. Someone help. And she tried to physically pull me out of the pool. Unfortunately for her, my supervisor had just arrived and he was already on the phone with the police. She was screaming. The kid was screaming and I was fuming. I wanted to smack that woman and her child so bad, but I restrained myself. My supervisor came over and told them that they needed to leave or they'd be escorted out by the police Surprise surprise. She wasn't having it The police got there about five minutes later Escorted her out and she was banned from ever coming to the pool ever again About two weeks later. She ended up trying to come to the pool again with her son She came in ignored the sign-in sheets and just told her kid to get in the pool We called the cops and she was fine for trespassing. She left screaming with her screaming brat following behind her. She then tried to start stuff on this wonderful, no, awful app called Nextdoor, saying that we were discriminating against her. Blah, blah, blah. But that was the end of that. That incident made me stop lifeguarding altogether. $8.25 an hour is not enough to be dealing with people like that. Yeah, the fact that this entitled mum was willing to put her child in danger pretty much just sums up everything she's about. Honestly, making your child go and swim in a pool when there's thunder and lightning. Like, are you brain dead? Well, clearly she is. I don't even know why I'm asking that question. And you know who else is brain dead? You. If you don't click on this playlist of all my entitled parents' videos and episodes, link is also down in the description and the pinned comment. It's unbelievable. And if you don't click on it and watch it all immediately in the background while you're chilling, relaxing, whatever, doing anything, doing homework, cleaning, I don't know, sleeping, then I'll hate you. So do it for me and I'll love you forever. It's a 50-50. It's up to you guys. Click it. Link below. I love you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.